Good morning and welcome to Car Thoughts with David, everyone. Thank you guys so much for being a part of the show, for listening, and for for just really, you know, tuning in and, and enjoying the show, for sharing your reviews, for, for, you know, being a part of this journey that we're all that we're all taking, you know, we're all in the car together, you know, we're all part of this experience, and, you know, I am grateful to be your driver on this, and to help you, uh, find that encouragement, and, um, you know, that reinforcement that you, you may need to, to start doing something, I mean, you know, people always say that, oh, you know, I could never do that or this, or, you know, I'm just not the right type of person or I can't. And it's, it's, what do you have a desire to do? You know, what is your niche? What is the thing that you most enjoy? And then go out there and go after it. You know, I mean, I, I am not a, uh, I am not a writer, you know, okay. You know, that was one of my beliefs. Like, you know, people kept telling me, hey, David, you have such a fascinating point of view and you tell such interesting stories. You should be a writer. And I'm like, I'm not a writer. I'm not, you know, I don't fit into that mold. Well, I'm writing a book. I'm about ready to publish it, you know. I mean, I'm in the process of writing two more. And then after that, I'm going to start writing more books. And, you know, so I'm becoming an author, even though I thought I couldn't. You know, being a podcast host. You know, I thought of podcasting more like radio broadcasting. Like, you had to be somebody to be able to start a podcast. You had to have a point of view to start a podcast. You know, you had to have everything together. You had to be this this, you know, person that, that was almost like a fairy tale person, you know, they didn't really exist, they were like unicorns, you know, and, uh, you know, you just, if you found one, you're like, oh gosh, start a podcast right quick, you know, (laughs) it was really, really unusual, but, you know, I started this podcast, and I was like, wow, this is not not what I expected it to be. This is not, um, this is not as hard as I thought it would be. This is, you know, this is something I can do and I enjoy it and it's therapy and it's helping people and people are actually like telling me like, Hey, I listen to your show. I enjoy it. Um, you know, I really liked this interview or I really liked this episode that you talked about this or, um, like with my my um, you know podcasting uh, friend across the pond, uh, Paul Flanagan, he sent me a little voice note one time. He was like, "Yeah, you know, I put on your show, and I was just kind of like nodding and just going along, and like, yeah, you know, I mean, that's yeah, you know." He was he was like, "You know, I was just agreeing, and you know, just really enjoy." I was like, "Wow, you know," um, and I mean, if you haven't listened to his show, it's wonderful, Radio Flanagan. It's it's a lot of fun. It's it's a conversational podcast like this, and, I mean, just really cool. So, definitely, I recommend checking it out. Um, and, uh, 
But yeah, I mean, and a lot of it is, a lot of it, what it boils down to at the end of the day is just having that courage to take the first step. And I know you guys have heard me say this, you know, many times on the show, but that's really what it boils down to is just to come to the point where you're like, okay, I'm going to do it and just go out there and actually do it. Once you get started, you'll get addicted, you'll get hooked and you'll be like, oh yeah, I like this. This was fun. And, you know, granted, like for instance, podcasting, and I have heard this from many, many, many podcasters um, when they're starting, you know, because I've helped us, you know, a couple get started and they're like, well, I don't really like the sound of my voice. And I'm like, okay, well, here's a trick. Here's what I did. I didn't listen to my show. I just put out there and just like, whatever, you know, there we go. It's out there. It's in the universe. I can't take it back now. <laughs> it's it's out there. It's it's replicating across multiple networks. You know, it would take forever to get all that stuff taken down. So it's done. And uh, and that's helped some of them for sure. You know, just like don't listen to your first couple. Just put them out. Just don't think about it. Just do it. And um, you know, then you have this sense of accomplishment. You've got it done. You're building up your confidence. And you move forward. It's the same with video. I have helped several people get started in video content creation. And though I'm no wizard, I'm certainly no, like, Logan Paul or, or any of those, you know, big-name people that you'd see on, like, YouTube. But what I do is I tell people, just put it out there. Record it, you know, and, and, and submit it. Don't think, don't go back and rewatch it. You said what you needed to say, submit it. Your first video you're going to think is terrible. Your first video might be terrible. But once you've overcame that first step to putting out a video online, that's the hardest part. After that, you can work on improvement. You can go back and watch the video and be like, Oh, yeah, I should have done this. Or, you know, as you do more, you'll get better. We don't just, as small children and toddlers, we don't just hop on a bicycle and know exactly what to do, right? We generally start with a tricycle or a small bicycle with training wheels. We ride that, build up our confidence. And then as we go, you know, the tricycle turns into a bicycle with training wheels. The bicycle training wheels come off. Uh, Our parents help us by holding the bike to help us learn our balance. Um, You know, and then we learn to ride a bike. Same thing with walking. I guarantee you that there has never been a single baby that has started walking without falling over. I mean, heck, I have enough trouble walking sometimes without falling over. So I can guarantee you... (laughs) that it doesn't come naturally to a child, right? So, you know, that is something that, you know, you have to realize is you're not just going to do a video and be perfect on your very first try. You're not going to do a podcast and be perfect on your very first go at it. There's going to be things that you're going to learn. Your confidence is going to build over time. 
people will start listening to the show. You're going to be like, oh my goodness, wow. Like five people actually couldn't come up with something better to do. <laughs> and, and, you know, oh, oh dear God, I hope that they liked it. And then a review comes in and it's a positive review and they liked your show or somebody reaches out to you and says, wow, that was really cool. Thank you for sharing that story that really spoke to me. And then the next thing you know, you're hooked. The next thing you know, you're moving forward, you're progressing, you're growing, you're moving on to bigger and better things. I mean, that is, you know, how it works. So that is really the the whole theme of my message and what my podcast is is really about at its core is to inspire you guys to take those first steps and to move on into your journey and to stop saying, I can't do X, Y, Z. I can't be a writer. I can't be a blogger. I can't be a vlogger. I can't do videos and, and do YouTube videos. Well, why not? It's not money. You can do it for free. You know? I mean, there's there's people that do YouTube videos for all kinds of different things, and they make a lot of money doing it. I mean, I don't remember the guy's name, but there's a guy that does videos for uh, barbecue stuff. He loves barbecuing, and now he has companies that send him meat to barbecue that he advertises for in his videos. Uh, that He gets sent, like, cooking utensils and grills and all of this stuff because his love of barbecue and cooking and sharing that passion on YouTube prompted people to say, wow, people are really responding to this. I sell this really awesome barbecue sauce. I need to send it to him for free, see if he likes it and see if he'll endorse it on his channel. So it went from oh yeah, I'm just sharing these really awesome barbecuing tips and how to cook meat and how to season it and and what I do and the tools I use and the grill I use and, you know, just sharing that from a personal passion for doing it. Now he's making a living doing it. You know, I mean, that, you know, and I know you're thinking like, well, you know, blah, 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 I'm no good at barbecuing. Well, what are you good at? What is your niche? What is your specialty? What is your passion? What drives you? You know, find that and talk about it. That's all you have to do. My passion is helping people. I've been a helper of people ever since I was a child. I was always that person that would, like, you know, my, that's the way I was raised. My parents taught me, you know, go hold the door, you know help this person, oh, they're having trouble, help them to their seat, you know, uh, whatever, you know, and so that's the way I was raised, and I, I really enjoyed doing that, so that's my passion, that's my goal, is to help, <clears throat> help people find their passion, to hone in on it, and then to just go out there and do it and share it with the world, because that's how you do it, you know, being happy is important, and corporate, the corporate world is changing and shifting, and it's in this mire, and it's in this, this cloud right now, and it's shifting, you know, big box retail is changing, it's going to become a thing of the past, 
and actually I was talking with a lady uh, last night and I said you know really my thoughts are on retail is that you know it's going to be mostly online but retail stores will still exist more out of nostalgia so it's going to be like uh, from the movie Back to the Future you know where they had the 80s cafe and there was like all this 80s stuff everywhere and video games and all this that's what I see the retail market becoming is it's mostly going to be you know a lot of stuff's going to shift where it's like buy site to store stuff like what Walmart does where you can just go and get the locker and punch it in and go um, or automated like what Amazon's trying to create where they have their personless store where you just go in scan stuff it charges you as soon as you walk out of the door with it that type of thing um so you know something like that but as far as like a regular retail like what we're used to seeing now like a best buy or what walmart is or target um you know if those survive in the state that they're currently in it's gonna be more of like a nostalgia like for people that still buy vinyl records and and you know that like cassette tapes and you know it's gonna it's gonna be kind of that nostalgia thing like oh you know i went you know back i remember when i was growing up you know target was like the frou-frou store for a lot of people i remember watching talk shows and people were like oh yes i went to target and i bought this and this and i was like it's just a department store i don't get it but i think in the future it's going to be like oh you know i went to target I don't know why they gave it that bougie name or whatever, but anyway, uh, you know, but you know, that was, that was the thing is, you know, I think it's going to become like that again, where it's like, Oh, you know, Oh wow. You went to a department store. Really? And you bought something there. You didn't just go take pictures, (laughs) you know, and I'm not talking like in the next maybe five, 10 years, but I do see it happening down the road because like, for instance, most of the stuff I purchase, I can't buy in stores. It's just not available in the Charlotte area. So my only recourse is to buy it online. So I'm not giving up on retail because I want to or because I have some great vendetta against retail you know, big box stores. I'm not shopping at them because they literally don't have the products that I want to purchase. <laughs> I have to go outside of the box, so to speak, to get them. And I'm not talking about, like, anything crazy. I mean, when I bought my last television, uh, it was a 73-inch television. And at the time, you couldn't buy, you know, because the market wasn't there yet. At the time, you couldn't buy a 73-inch television in stores because the biggest that most stores, even Best Buy carried, uh, even in the Magnolia Hi-Fi you know, the higher end part of Best Buy, they didn't carry anything above 60 inches. Well, they'd had like the sharp Aquas TV that was like (laughs) $8,000 at the time. It was like 80 inches. Um, They had that, but it was, there was nothing in between. So I had to buy my television online and it was nice because they delivered it. They, they even, since I was at work, they even took the TV out of the box and put it up on the on the uh, TV stand for my wife and took care of all that and I didn't have to do a thing I got home and my wife was watching TV so you know that was <laughs> that was it um, yeah 
So, <clears throat> you know, there are uh, things that are happening that are kind of forcing a lot of people to that. Or if you live in an area where it's not really convenient to go shopping. But, of course, I live in a pretty big city, you know. And the fact that I can't find things here is kind of crazy, um, <laughs> you know. But it is what it is. And, of course, like I said, that's the way I see the world going anyway. But, you know, and my point of all of this nonsense was is the fact that right now, since the whole world is in this flux and it's trying to find its new identity in the new digital age that's that's happening right now, it's the perfect time to strike out and to do something like this because the rules are just being created. You know, all of this is still new. I mean, you know, when I was growing up, you know, the internet didn't even exist and now here I am at the age of 37 a couple months away from 38 and people are actually making a living just living on the internet you know when I was a kid video games were just fun you know I mean Atari uh, Nintendo and now people are making a living playing video games. Um, you know, when I was young, dodgeball was something you played in in uh, in elementary school or, or early early school. And you know, now I see on ESPN. You know, I've talked about this. You know, because I was kind of amazed. Um, you know, there are people that are actually making a living playing dodgeball. You know, grown men wearing short shorts. I mean, it was really unreal because <laughs> I just thought that that was something that was made up for the dodgeball movie. Um, but yet there is actually professional dodgeball. You know, the world is changing. You know, there are so many things that are ex in existence that weren't in existence just 20 years ago. And you know, because of this, because of this new um, world, you know, this new age of technology where you can talk to people around the world. I mean, when I talked to people around the world as a kid, it was as a pen pal and I wrote physical letters and mailed them. You know, that was actually one of our assignments one year. I want to say I was in the third or fourth grade. We had to get a pen pal we sent off like a little application and then we had to write letters back and forth to these school children. Uh, you know, we were also school children, obviously, but, you know, back and forth. And then we had to write a, a paper on what we learned about their, their culture, about them, their family, things like that. You know, nowadays I can pick up my phone and I can uh, FaceTime or Zoom or Skype with somebody across the globe in real time and, I mean, the thought of that is just mind-boggling. You know, I read about that in science fiction novels, you know, and I saw it on, like, the world of the future, you know, those old, like, 50s clips where they showed off different things from the World's Fair and, like, oh, this is what life will be like in the 20th century. And, yeah, that didn't happen until the 21st, but, you know, it was still pretty cool. And, yeah, so with all that being said, you know, you have this awesome opportunity to do things that you might think you can't do, but are entirely attainable. You know, like publishing a book. 
I am going to be able to write this book. I can technically edit this book and publish this book at zero cost whatsoever, not paying a cent except for the electricity that it took to write it on my computer and for the internet access it, it took for me to publish it. You know, so for no actual money beyond money that I already was paying for electricity and internet, I can write a book and actually have a physical copy in my hand going through Kindle Direct Publishing through Amazon. I mean, come on. That is pretty cool. You know, all you have to do is, of course, buy your copies of your book and have them sent to you, uh, which, like I said, I've got to buy like 12 of mine. So, so yeah, I mean, that is mind-boggling that it's that simple. And, you know, who would have thought? Who would have ever thought that you could do something like that for nothing? Or doing YouTube content and sharing your passion, like what I was saying with the barbecue stuff. You can do that for zero dollars. You just get, well, you buy a stand for your phone or your tablet, you know, or if you already have a camera stand, or a camera, you can use that, but if you have a camera stand, you can get a little mount where your phone, you know, with a clip to hold your phone and put that out. I've got a little stand for my phone. I've spent, I think, $10 for it. And, uh, you know, it just sits on my desk. And, yeah, you know, it's super simple. Um, you can get a lot of software. Like, I've done a couple tutorial videos for for podcasting stuff where I've done screen capture and I got the software for free. It was already on my Mac. It was uh, QuickTime. It does screen capture recording. So, you know, granted, I think you can do the same with Windows, but, you know, there's there's free tools out there for that. So whatever it is that you do, it can be easily accomplished and done for little to no money. And then you can, you know, as it grows you can expand and build and people will start reaching out to you, you know, and that's what's happening with me. And it's, you know, so like I said, like I say several times, if I can do it, I know you guys can do it. So go out there, dream big, do something awesome. And then let me know about it. I can't wait to hear what you guys come up with. And I'm going to end on that note. So as always car thoughts out. Hey everybody. David here from Car Thoughts with David, and I just wanted to share some information with you. You guys have heard me talk about finding your way, finding your path, and starting your journey. Well, if you have decided that you want to start your own podcast, you might be thinking, well, David, that's great, but what do I do? How do I do this? You know, what works? What doesn't work, right? Well, I wrote a book because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them. And that's all well and good, but sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Shared. You can pick it up on Amazon on Kindle for 99 cents, less than a dollar. What? That's crazy, right? Less than a dollar, you can pick it up on Kindle. If you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels, and trust me, I'm looking at this book right now, it's really well printed. I love Kindle Publishing. You can pick it up for $5.50. So you can have a physical copy where you can take notes, where you can, you know, 
keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome epic podcast that I know you're capable of creating. So by all means, if you're looking for ways, you're looking for advice, Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Share is the book for you. Thank you guys, and I could not do any of this without your support, so when I say thank you, I mean it. Thank you.